pupils right now you're listening to the artistic eye podcast i'm your host dorian with three eyes aka d-o-r-i-i-i-o-n you can find me on all social media platforms at exactly that first and foremost i'm going to take the time to tell you that i'm extremely grateful and thankful that you even took the time to listen to this podcast whether it's two seconds 20 seconds or this entire fucking episode i want to let you know that i appreciate you for even lending me your ear so thank you holds true for all spiritual Sundays, okay? These episodes are specifically for people who have an open mind, specifically for people who don't follow dogma. Spiritual Sundays are specifically for people who are looking at the broader perspective, looking at things with three eyes rather than two. This episode is in continuation of episode 260 Fuck No Nut November Part 2 But You know me I like to play as devil's advocate So before I start telling you my perspective On all of this Let me give the general perspectives Alright So let's talk about No Nut November Those of you who don't know what No, no, no Nut November is It's also called No Fat November those of you who still don't know what that is, it's basically a movement that's, um, I don't even know what community to tie this movement to because I see it in the religious communities, I see it in the spiritual communities, I see it in communities that don't really associate with any community. I see it mainly though being talked, uh, talked and discussed among males or men. For obvious reasons. But this is beyond just a a masculine conversation. This is is beyond just a a talk amongst men. Alright, this is, I think, a conversation that can be had or should be had with everyone. Not specifically just males. But, anyways, No Nut November is basically talking about um, not masturbating or having sex or any type of sexual energy for the entire month of November. And more specifically, no fat November is specifically talking about not masturbating. But no fat November has started to become um, transformed or, or generalized into no nut November because now it's not necessarily just about masturbation but more so about um, just sex in general. So that's what No Nut November is. Abstinence for the entire month of November. Now, the reason why it's good, the reason why anyone would want to even participate in something like this is because, number one, it promotes and builds discipline. Okay? Especially for those who probably lack discipline. And whenever we think about people who lack discipline, all not always, but a lot of the time, 
we think about teenage boys, right? They lack discipline a lot of times, but they're not the only ones who lack discipline. There's fucking six-year-old women who lack discipline. But, again, that's the main general concept. At least that's one of the main general concepts, I should say, because there's a lot that's going on with this whole thing. But one of the main ones, like I said, is that it helps promote discipline. Now, the reason why it promotes discipline is because it has to do with this idea of dopamine fasting. And ironically, I just did an episode talking about um, the effects of dopamine. I forgot what episode that was, actually. I think it was episode 264. I might be wrong, but I think... No, 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 not 264, 262. It's not what you do, but how. That's the name of the episode. But I literally just started talking about dopamine and the effects of constant um, receiving of this chemical. But for those of you who haven't heard the episode, basically that is talking about how we form addictions, for lack of better words. And the way we do this is through the process of our reward system within our body which is actually regulated with the seven chakras for those of you who don't know that and for those of you who don't know what the seven chakras are that is the endocrine system okay so all of the um organs for lack of better words that regulate your hormones that'll be your endocrine system aka your seven chakras so for men it will be testicles for women it will be ovaries and then there'll be other things as well, like your thyroid, like your heart, like your pituitary gland, your, like your pineal gland. All these glands, I should say, regulate your reward system. Or uh, that's not all they do. There's other things they do. They all do their own separate thing. But generally speaking, they all regulate your reward system. Okay. So that being said, whenever you um, do something that makes you feel good internally whatever you do something that makes you feel happy or whatever your body gets flooded with dopamine okay now when your body gets flooded with dopamine that sends signals to the brain that encourage you to reproduce those same behaviors and those same actions to get that dopamine again now this starts the process of creating a habit and when you dive long enough into a habit, dive deep enough into a habit, that's what creates the process of an addiction. Now, not all addictions are bad. And in fact, some addictions can actually be used as a tool. Some addictions can be used to get you from point A to point B. Some addictions can help you create or manifest the things that you want faster in your life. But we, we're not there yet. That's a whole different conversation. So I'll save that for later. But Addiction in and of itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's your relationship with that addiction that can become a bad thing. But anyways, um, I'm sure all of us have seen the scenario where addiction played out negatively. Okay, I have for myself. I grew up in a household that had many addicts and walked through. My great uncle was addicted to hard harsh fucking drugs um and just just being connected with him 
made me see other things or just the environments that I came from, the environments that you probably have come from, listener, whoever you are. I'm sure you have seen some way, some way, some way or fashion where addiction played out negatively. Even food. You probably know someone who was addicted to food and now they're obese in some way, shape or form. Right. So just those examples from our own lives, we see that addiction can be bad. Okay, even though I said it can be good, we mostly see it play out badly. And that's why we start having conversations about dopamine fasting, which is tying back into what I'm talking about today. No, not November. Dopamine fasting is. um, It's extending on this idea of, like I said, building discipline, right? Building discipline is basically the ability to. Force yourself to do something or not do something, even though deep down you do want to do something or not do that thing. For example, homework. Everyone fucking hates homework, but it takes someone with a great amount of discipline to do their homework every single night. Now, real discipline comes into play when you have someone who hates homework, but they're also being enticed by their friends to play the game right now. No, don't play later. No, we're on the game right now. We need you right now. What are you going to do? You going to play the video game or are you going to do what the fuck you know you're supposed to be doing, which is that homework, nigga? Exactly. Discipline. Now, back to the dopamine fasting. Dopamine fasting allows you to build your discipline because that is bringing in this concept of delayed gratification. AKA being able to see something that can make you happy. Like it's right there in front of you. This thing that can make you happy. This thing that can make you feel better or pleasurable or whatever it may be. Yet not indulging in it. Yet not participating with it. Delayed gratification. And why would anyone do that? Why would anyone want to do something like that? Why would anyone want to delay gratifying themselves? Well... Delayed gratification, a.k.a. discipline, allows you to do a plethora of things. One of those things is to, one, put up with more bullshit, for lack of better words, right? Because when you delay gratification, that's you programming your mind to be used to not getting what it wants. That's programming your mind to get used to not receiving pleasures or benefits out of every single situation and when you program your mind to not do that then that's when you're allowed to go into other situations that may not be so joyful that may not be so um that may not be something that you want to experience you get what i'm saying like that allows you to go through so many ungratifying things and i'm sorry if i'm tripping over my words right now i'm not reading anything everything i'm saying right now is coming off my head i mean i do have some notes i ain't gonna lie but i'm coming all off top okay i'm freestyling right now so if i'm stumbling and shit i'm sorry but yeah uh delayed gratification right building discipline all these things help you be able to go through strenuous situations hard situations trials and tribulations you know what I'm saying? It's someone who has that 
someone who has the ability to delay gratification is someone who is able to keep going through the process. You know, we know you ever hear the, the term, just stick to the process, just trust the process. You know how hard it is to trust the process when you don't see anything in return? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to continue doing the same things over and over and over again if you don't get anything that says you're doing the right thing in the first place. If you don't get any any signs or if you don't get any... You know, you get what I'm saying. You You post a picture on Instagram, you don't get any likes. You don't know if you should post a similar picture of it or not. You see what I'm saying? But the process is what matters, not the gratification, not the likes, not the shit that comes with it. The process is what matters because the process is what's actually getting you from point A to point B. That is the process, the transition from point A to point B, not just skipping from point A to point B. There was no process in there. That was just a fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, that wasn't, that was nothing. (laughs) That was just a skip. I know I'm probably not making sense to a lot of people right now, but to a lot of people, I am making sense. You know what I'm saying? Stick with me. The process is the thing to value. Because no matter how hard or even how well things might be going for you right now, if you just stick to the process, you can continue going forward. And you won't never have to worry about being swayed off your course because things got too difficult or you'll never have to worry about becoming stagnant because you're so comfortable in this spot that you're in right now you have you never have to worry about either one of those because you're sticking to the process you see what i'm saying and a lot of people forget about that a lot of people don't understand that it's the process that actually gets you there not just wishing that you were there but i'm going to a whole i'm starting to preach now but point is is that the only way to even understand something like that is to understand delayed gratification understand that not everything is going to happen right now right when you want it to you know what i'm saying not everything is going to happen at the split moment you're not going to be happy just because you fucking thought of being happy you know what i'm saying sometimes it takes work to get there It's, it's, it's not that simple all the time so, dopamine fasting, a.k.a. putting yourself in the position to delay gratification, a.k.a. No Nut November, these things help build discipline. These things help make you create a stronger character, someone who can put up with bullshit, okay? And all of these things that I just mentioned deal with helping you get refocused, you know what I'm saying? Like... When you're able to delay gratification, when you're able to build discipline for a particular asset or particular interest or whatever, right? When you're able to keep sticking to the grind and continue to stick to the process regardless of the ups and downs, what is that? That's extreme focus is what it is. So everything I'm talking about is talking about becoming more focused, and whenever you become more focused, that can be equated to spending less energy on things that don't matter. Spending less time on things that don't matter. So all of these things that I just mentioned just now is exactly what the purpose of No Nut November is supposed to be about. Building discipline. Dopamine fasting. 
helping you regain focus, helping you become more efficient with your energy and your time. All of these things are pros. All of these things are good things to do. Why would anyone argue against that? You see what I'm saying? So from that perspective, no, no, November is a beautiful fucking thing, especially for those who lack direction, especially for those who lack, you know, a goal or a purpose or maybe lack the awareness of how to get to that goal or purpose, right? No, not November is good for people who need to refocus, who need to rebalance, recenter themselves, come back to homeostasis. But that's only one perspective. And we all know that there's more than just one perspective. So those were the pros, right? So that must mean that there's some cons somewhere in this. And that's where the meat and potatoes of the conversation comes into play. Why is No Nut November bad? Or potentially bad, I should say, right? So actually, that was a good thing I said that. Let me say this before I go on. First of all, after now that I just listed the pros, if this is something that you want to participate in, then go right ahead. I'm not judging you in any way. I'm not telling you what you should or shouldn't be doing in any way at all. I'm simply telling you another perspective. So if this is what you want to do, if you after hearing my perspective, if this is something that you still want to engage with, then go right ahead. I'm not looking at you any differently. That being said, why is No Nut November bad? Or should I say potentially bad? Well, one of the main reasons is bad is because No Nut November is a treatment, not a cure. Now, treatments and cures, like a treatment isn't necessarily bad, but when we look at a treatment versus a cure, which one would you rather have? If you if you were diagnosed with cancer or let's make it more about what we're talking about today. Right. Sex. If you are diagnosed with HIV or AIDS right now. Right. What do you think would be better to get a treatment or to get a cure? Exactly. And that's why. This whole notion of no nut November is bad because it's a treatment, not a cure. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is it's not addressing the actual fucking problem in the first place. All it is doing is putting a band-aid on a problem. Okay? For example, why why is why is no nut November just a one month thing? Why isn't it no nut November through February? <laughs> why isn't it no nut November? Why isn't it no nut every day for that matter? Why isn't it? Here, use some of this. Just rip this. Why isn't it? Oh. Why isn't it no nut every day? Why isn't it no nut? Every Sunday or some shit. It might be, you know, actually now I think about it. I'm pretty sure there's some religions that says no nuts every Sunday. But you get what I'm saying. No nut November. Why is it just all uh, uh, compacted into one moment, into one month? I'll tell you why. Because clearly there's times where it is appropriate 
to be sexual. You see what I'm saying? Obviously, there's times where it's appropriate to indulge in our human natures. Otherwise, we wouldn't even have this conversation. You know, why is it just one month? Does that mean that all the other months I'm free to do what I want? Or does that mean that, you know, next month I don't have to worry about all the abstinences anymore? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, the fact that it was only in one month highlights the fact that we're going to go back to these natures regardless. Sooner or later, eventually. You see what I'm saying? So... Just that fact let that fact alone lets you know that it's not always bad. You know what I'm saying? It's not always good neither. There's 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 times and there's places. Okay? That's that's the main concept that I'm trying to explain right here. But that being said, because there's times and there's places, don't assume that you need to be in a particular energy all the time. Right? That's why I'm saying that. This is a treatment, not a cure. And even more so, back to the whole treatment cure analogy, cures get rid of the problem, treatments don't. This is a treatment trying to trying to uh subvert or go back or backtrack on all of the mishaps, the sexual mishaps that we've experienced as a collective. Us as humans, us as a humanity. That's what no no nut November is supposed to be about. Us regaining our sexual sexual powers. But you're doing it wrong. How are you gonna do it? How are you gonna regain your sexual powers if you don't even understand why you need to regain the sexual powers in the first place? You see what I'm saying? And I say that because sexuality in and of itself. Is a restricted thing Now we know this Whether it be consciously or subconsciously We all know this That's why we don't talk about sex at the dinner table It's restricted You see what I'm saying It's a behind closed doors type of situation But Whether we know it or not Even though I say we know it Just because we know it doesn't mean that we know it You know what I'm saying And you gotta stick with me here to understand what I'm saying We know sexuality is a restricted thing But we don't know it to the fact that we actually do anything to, to, to change that. You see what I'm saying? Like, think about it like this. Think about it like this. We all know the importance of sex in this society. For example, you wouldn't exist without sex. Your mother wouldn't exist without sex. So we all know the importance of sex in society, right? But when's, when's the last time you heard an actual conversation about sex? And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about, oh, this person was attractive. Oh, I want to fuck them or this, that. No, I'm talking about when's the last time you actually heard a conversation about people coming together to create something? When's the last time? Even if we ain't in, that's a spiritual perspective. Even when you go back to just a regular, mundane, everyday perspective, right? The sex that you know of. Not the one I'm talking about, but the sex that you know of, right? Fucking. All right. When's the last time you heard anyone actually talk about it in an intelligible way? When you had, when you went to school, if you're not still in school, do you remember actually having sex ed? If you're in school right now, do you even have sex ed? Chances are is no. See what I'm saying? 
if the answer was no, that's exactly what I'm talking about right now. If the answer was yes, understand that you are a rare one. Most people, even when they do have sex ed, don't even get anything from that class. Okay? Ask the people around you and see if I'm lying. So, what I'm saying is, is that we're not even understanding the energy of itself. So, how can we, quote unquote, gain back the power of this energy without even understanding the fucking starting point? You see what I'm saying? So, this whole No Nut November is great for what it's worth. But it's a band-aid. Okay? We're trying to, like I said, the point is we're trying to go back on all the sexual mishaps that we've had as human, as a human collective, as humanity. But these sexual mishaps that we've had as a, as a collective and community is because of our misunderstanding of these things. This whole No Nut November concept is ignoring the real reason that caused this conversation to come about in the first place. No Nut November is ignoring you it's not ignoring you it's ignoring the fact to why it exists you see what i'm saying like did anyone ever tell you why this month is called that and i just told you what the month is i told you what it's about but did anyone tell you why it came about no not because it's here to build discipline no not because it's here to help you regain focus and Use less energy and time. Even though I just said those are things that come from it. That's not why it was created. Why it was created. (laughs) Why it was created. Is because. Like I said. We've been avoiding this. Okay. And the reason we avoid this. Because of our relationship with this. And this is getting to the whole concept of us pointing our fingers and saying this is bad or if you do this, this is bad or this is evil and et cetera, et cetera. Like this is bullshit. The things are not bad. Things, things cannot be bad or good. You can use them in a bad way. You can use them in a good, good way. They can have good or bad effects on you per se, but by themselves, they are nothing. They are neutral, okay? It's your perspective and your relationship with these things that change that. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Social media does not make us insecure. We were already insecure before we got on social media. So with this whole no nut November thing, porn or sex in general, whether it be with your spouse, whether it be just thinking about sex, Whatever the fuck you feel about sex, sex in general doesn't make us deviant. Sex in general doesn't make us simpletons. Sex in general doesn't make us sex craved. You are already that before you engage with whatever it is you engage with in a sexual way. You know what I'm saying? It's not the thing. It's your relationship with that thing. It's how you interact with that thing to a certain degree. And I say to a certain degree because I'm not naive. I'm not an idiot. Okay. I mean, these things that I just mentioned, they do help. Okay. Guns don't kill people, but guns make it a lot easier to kill people. Yes, I know. Social media doesn't make us insecure. I know, but it does make it easier for us to be insecure or at least be aware of our insecurities. So back to porn or sex in general. 
it doesn't make us, you know, craved or simpletons or it doesn't make us, you know, deviants or whatever word that you want to call it. It doesn't make us perverted. Whatever the fuck negative word you want to use, it doesn't make us that. But it sure as hell does make it easy to become that. Right? Which is why I say we have to be mindful of how we do these things. How we interact with these things. But I'm not here to tell you how to live. Okay? You know what's too much for you or what's too little for you. I'm only here to remind you to not go to the extremes of either. Alright? If you want to participate, like I said, in this No Nut November, then by all means go right ahead. That's I'm not trying to stop you. I'm just trying to give you a whole nother perspective, okay? But, yeah, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Social media don't doesn't make us insecure. People are insecure when they get on social media. You know, porn doesn't take emotion and logic out of true sexuality. But it could if you continue to engage with it in a particular way that is unconscious. See what I'm saying? You got to consciously be aware of what you do. So, that's the other perspective of all this. I gave you some pros and I gave you some cons, but I think we can go even deeper. And going deeper into No Nut November is going, is honestly going deeper into how I look at reality, to be honest. Just all, all things, especially the things that I do, but just all things. It's just coming to the conclusion that the responsibility at the end of the day is on us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all for becoming aware of your personal power, AKA I'm all for becoming aware of the power that you possess over yourself. What that means is I'm not so willing to give my power away, especially to inanimate things, things that aren't even fucking live. All right? So, with that awareness, you can take that and do whatever you want with that. But you see what I'm saying? It's not the things. It's the people using the things. But, I mean, that was the general pros and cons. Now it's time to give you the middle ground. The third eye. The third perspective of all of this. How can we merge both the pros and the cons? Because that is life. Life is not all happy butterflies and rainbows. And life is not all down, depressed, sadness, and thunderstorms. It's a mixture of both. Like, let's be real. All right. There's pros and cons in every fucking thing. The moment you try to deny the existence of one or the other is the moment you've just been put into an illusion. So now that I gave you the pros, now that I gave you the cons, how can we merge this into something that's sensical? And everything I say here, I, I obviously expect you to extract what you resonate with and completely ignore whatever the fuck you don't resonate with. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm not trying to change anyone's mind at all. I'm just giving you a perspective. But back to No Nut November, the whole meaning of No Nut November. What is this all about? No Nut November is the very thing a lot of my art is all about. And this is about understanding the process of rising above your sexual natures. Actually, even that's not right. 
Because we can't rise above what we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can rise our awarenesses of what we are, but we can't rise above what we are. What you are is what you are. You see what I'm saying? And when I say that, we are sexual beings. 99% of, 99% of the beings in this entire realm are sexual beings. Otherwise, they wouldn't even exist in the first place. See what I'm saying? Whether you want to admit that or not, that's the truth. But some of us, you know what I'm saying, it's always a percentage level. Some of us are more than others. Some of us are less than others. But at the end of the day, we're all sexual beings. So it's not necessarily about rising above your lower natures. In fact, the reason we call them lower natures, that fact alone lets you know that we don't need to rise above anything that's already below you. It's already beneath you. It's already considered a lower nature. Why are you rising above that unless you're lower than that lower nature? See what I'm saying? And that's how they start that's how they start manipulating your perspective on all this shit and making it look like it's bad. Trying to say that you need to rise above your lower natures. And so because it's a lower nature, that means that you're below that shit. So get out of that whole perspective. You see what I'm saying? No one will ever say it the way that I'm saying it, but that's how it's that's how it's framed. Why is it called a lower nature? Yet at the end of the day, it's still something that you need to rise above. What are they saying about you? See what I'm saying? And I can tell you, I'm not even. It is a lower nature. You know why sex, quote unquote, is a lower nature? Because where is your sexual organs on the lower half of your body? That's why it's considered a lower nature. Nothing. It doesn't have to do with. You know, positive or negative or dark. It can go into that when we talk about spirituality, but that's not what it's about. We just look at it from a realistic perspective. Lower nature is in the lower part of your body, but that's it. That's all. Why do you need to rise above what's already beneath you? See what I'm saying? So it's not about rising above our lower nature. It's about rising these natures themselves, not us rising above them. See what I'm saying? And I know that probably lost some people, but just stick with me. Everything I'm talking about is describing what the ancient Hindus referred to as Kundalini or Kundalini Yoga. Right? We're supposed to rise these energies. If, for those of you who know what Kundalini energy is, that's exactly what I'm describing, is it not? Rising the energy from your root chakra to the last chakra aka the pineal gland or the pituitary gland isn't that kundalini yoga <laughs> isn't that everything that i just fucking said but from a spiritual perspective you see i'm not bullshitting you but that's that's kundalini that's that's the the process of rising or raising the the frequency of your sexual energy to a higher vibration but how can you how can you even do that if you just completely abandon that energy altogether? And that's what that's what people are trying to tell you to do with No Nut November. Or any day, not even just November. That's what religion is trying to tell you to do. That's what the spiritual community is trying to tell you to do. That's what society is trying to tell you to do. That's what your parents are trying to tell you to do. That's what everyone in the world is trying to tell you to do. Completely abandon these energies instead of rising the energies, instead of bringing it to a higher frequency. 
And that's why I'm here. That's where I come into play. Eros. It's time to make sexuality spiritual again. Shout out to Donald Trump. It's like, no, it's like, no, he didn't say that. <laughs> but y'all get what the fuck I'm saying. That's why I'm here now. It's, it's, it's to bring spirituality back into sexuality, bring sexuality back to spirituality. Because y'all, for some reason, want to separate the two. As if that's not why you here right now. The fuck is wrong with y'all? But yeah, understanding the Kundalini. In order to understand the Kundalini, now I'm not I'm not even gonna go too deeply on this because there's fucking schools dedicated to this. That means that I'm not gonna get done with this in just one episode. If there's fucking schools talking about this, you can expect more than just one little episode talking about this. But for brief introductory, let's understand the Kundalini. And I'm not going to look at it from their perspective. I'm not looking at it from the ancient Hindus' perspective. This is from my perspective. But of course, you can always go on Google and look up what Kundalini is. And I guarantee they're going to say everything I'm fucking saying right now. The only difference is I didn't go to Google for this information. You see what I'm saying? It's all off top. But let's get to it. Understanding, understanding the Kundalini. All right. The first process of understanding the kundalini is understanding that sexual energy is creative energy. And vice versa. Creative energy is sexual energy. Alright? That's the first key ingredient that you need to understand to raising your vibrations. Or raising your sexual vibrations, that is. Sexual energy is creative energy. Now, we can take that knowledge and chop that down to so many other different things. That's the first part. Second part is understanding that we're all creating. Sometimes consciously, sometimes unconsciously. Okay? And from that leads us on to the third point. We must attune our creations so that we manifest more of what we actually want in our lives instead of responsibilities outside of our original intentions. Instead of manifesting more sickness, instead of manifesting more drama, instead of manifesting things that we didn't necessarily ask for in the first place. See what I'm saying? And the more we deny this energy that lies within all of us, the more we deny this energy, the more we deny ourselves because that is a part of us. And of course, if you deny yourself, that leads you into not knowing yourself. Or not knowing freedom. And or just not knowing how to how not to express yourself freely in a way that's not detrimental. You see what I'm saying? Like if you don't know yourself and you don't know freedom, you don't know how to express yourself in a free way, all of that can be detrimental. Again, which is why I'm here. Again, which is why I create the art that I do. We're all sexual beings. It's natural to think about sex. Matter of fact, it's not only natural, it's instinctual to think about sex. But we're also spiritual beings, emotional beings, logical beings. But you already knew that. You want you know that's what helps you feel human. Your logic. Your emotions, your spirituality, even though your spirituality is actually what makes you feel less human 
and more spiritual. But you get what I'm saying? These things you have no problem with clinging to. Your logic and emotions and spirituality. But for some reason you forget about the other thing. For some reason you want to get rid of and, and not talk about or even express the other thing that makes you you. A.K.A. your sexuality. Now we're in a time and day and age where people are finally having these conversations about sexuality and you know gender and all these other things that deal with that but we just now getting there you know how old humans are you know how long we've been here <laughs> but i don't know it's, it's 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 just apparent to me why we do these things and it's apparent to me why we shut ourselves away from these things. It's also apparent to me how to subvert that, how to not let that, you know, weigh us down. But I don't see that being apparent to other people, which is why I feel like it's my duty to talk about these things. That's why I feel like it's my duty to bring this awareness into this space, especially the spiritual community. I see so many people who jump out of a religion jump into spirituality and place the same rules and regulations and dogma there as if they're the same thing when it's not spirituality is individuality which goes back into knowing yourself you see what i'm saying knowing yourself and knowing how to express that freely isn't that the last thing that i said about kundalini see what i'm saying listen to every fucking episode on this podcast and tell me that's not what i'm doing Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm here right now. To remind you to uplift these energies, not that you have to that you have to uplift yourself over these energies. The process of spiritual evolution isn't one of shedding our humanity, humanity but instead at least from my perspective, the spiritual evolution is a process of uplifting humanity. Not shedding our humanity, not forgetting that we're humans, but remembering that we're humans. Remembering that we're more than human. Remembering that we're having a human experience, but not forgetting the fact that we're all going through the same shit. Experiencing the same emotions in different ways, in our own ways, but at the end of the day, the same shit. Human shit. Human being shit. Being whatever the fuck you want to call it. Spiritual being. All that shit. We all going through the same shit, man. We need to know how to uplift our emotions. Matter of fact, we already know that. We already know that that's what we're supposed to be doing. We know we're supposed to uplift our emotions. That's why we have things like inspirational quotes and Hallmark cards and shit like that. We already know we're supposed to uplift our logic. That's why we have school and they want to they want to try and make you go to college and you know learn some shit you don't really give a fuck about. We already know we're supposed to uplift our logic. And we already know we're supposed to uplift our spirituality. That's why we have religion and churches and synagogues and mosques and preachers and all this other shit. We already know we're supposed to, quote unquote, uplift our spirituality. But what about sex? All of those examples that I've just given you, what about sex? Sex educators aren't put on a pedestal like that. Sex workers are looked down upon in society. What about the people that help you understand your sexuality? What about those or, or the things, not even the people, but the things 
that help you understand your sexuality, aka parts of yourself. What about those things, right? We forget to uplift those and put those on the pedestal, but we can put everything else on the pedestal, right? See what I'm saying? No Nut November is not about not indulging in sexual natures. It's about recalibrating your sexual natures, resetting ourselves, purging your body of immense amounts of dopamine to the point that you've probably been flooding your system with that shit. And instead, it's about coming back to the homeostasis, coming back to balance, centering yourself. This month is about coming back to what's true to you. But my version of balance and his version of balance and her version of balance it won't necessarily be your version of balance. So value your perspective to know what your balance looks like in the first place. With all that being said, fuck No Nut November. Go sexualize some shit. But know what that means first. Know what that means first. AKA, understand your relationship with these things. But I actually got an episode talking about why you need to sexualize more. Go look that up. But that's neither here nor there. It's not what you do, but how. Value your perspective.